Philly, you are so wonderful and interesting. You deserve a local news podcast all your own. Check out the John Cast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. This is KYW News Radio in depth. I'm Matt Leon. As usual, there's a lot of economic news to break down, and we want to take our weekly look at the economy by checking in with economist David Fiorenza. Let's start talking jobs, jobless claims, uh, about 184,000 for last week, a little bit above the estimate, but, you know, we're pretty much in the same spot. Continuing claims were at their lowest level since February of 1970. Uh, We continue to see a great labor market. We do. You're under 200,000 for the longest time. I think this is really good news. People are going back to work. People are working. And you also see the continuing claims dropping by 58,000. That is really good to under 1.5 million to about 1.417, which is really good news. The Labor Department continues to uh, track all these numbers from week to week and month to month. And I'm happy about these numbers. One thing that was interesting to me, I saw that job openings outnumber the available labor pool by about 5 million. That's a remarkable number. It tracks with everything we've been talking about for months, if not the last year or so, about uh, the worker shortage and stuff like that. How does this eventually start to reckon itself when you've got millions more openings than people available to work them? Is this kind of, we're going to see... Uh, hyper acceleration when it comes to automation as one angle of this? That's a great question. I'm glad we bring it up now. And we're not putting blame on any demographic group, but we have a steady stream of retirement of baby boomers. So that really starts to reduce the labor force a little bit, as well as the past two years, we've seen an increase of college attendance, uh, college enrollment from ages eight, to 24 even and yes it dropped a little bit during the pandemic if you look at the last 20 years but it's the undergraduate enrollment is still very good so you have those factors of people not working in the workforce and that's why you're seeing about 5 million open jobs which leads us to believe you're going to see a lot more of the uh, automation and that, and that gives, it goes a step further, not just to check out counters at the stores uh, and not just the easy pass, but you're going to see it go one step further. Well, when you talk one step further, uh, what do you mean? What else could we see? Oh, very good. Well, th- what I'm looking at is uh, internet online sales, even though I've seen online sales decrease. I think you're going to see a lot more of the service industry uh, at the restaurants where you can pre-order, order beforehand, go pick it up or even go have less waiters and waitresses because they don't have the people to do that at this point. You're going to see a lot more automation in municipal government finally doing things like taking credit card payments for taxes, taking permit fees, filling out all your forms. So you're seeing a lot more automation in that regard. Uh, Things like Zoom have really helped out the industry uh, during the pandemic. And we're finding out that people aren't returning five days a week to work. They're still finding ways to work at home. So that's that automation I think is going to continue in that regard. The U.S. home building uh, unexpectedly rose in March uh, a little bit. I think it was like three tenths of a percent, but it uh, seems like that kind of caught people by surprise. What do you think? It did catch people by surprise. Some of that is the break in the winter weather along the mid-Atlantic states and going from the northeast from Maine all the way down to the Carolinas 
that has a little bit to do with it. It's also the fact that you're seeing your municipalities who are who have a lot more extra cash because of the American Rescue Plan Act, and they're they're starting to gear up. So if you see home building, you're going to see infrastructure, new sewers, new sidewalks, new curbing, and you're wondering why are they spending all this money? Well, that's federal money uh, that's being spent on those kinds of things, and I'm contractors are busier than ever. The local ones, the small ones, uh, even the bigger ones, the big home sales are are still out there. People are still moving. I'm looking at the tri-state areas really transfer tax, which is the monthly sales of homes. And it's still very, very healthy, even with a mortgage rate of around four to 5%. Philadelphia Fed, uh, their manufacturing index uh, was I think a little because a little lower than people thought about 17.6. People thought it was going to be 21.9. I'm not smart enough to understand what those numbers mean. But talk a little bit about uh, what this what this Philly Fed, you know, tracking number is all about. So when you're going from 21% to 17, it's not that much of a drop. Uh, you're still in double digits. You're, you're above 10%. The manufacturing index has to do with all of our manufacturing firms that are out there on the production side, and they're still back up when it comes to supply chain. So uh, getting parts for cars, getting parts for automobiles, the, the trucks, Jeeps, all those kinds of things um, that we do some of the manufacturing in this area, nuts and bolts, if you will, all kinds of the small plate steel that is done in some of the smaller uh, steel mills that we have in the tri-state area. There's been basically still a backlog because we haven't been able to get the computer chips uh, from over in Asia. So that that is slowing the index a little bit. I am not concerned about it. I think you're going to see it ramp back up come June. What are you seeing on the inflation front as it remains front and center, uh, at least in the way the media looks at the economy? Right. I, I do. I do agree there is inflation. I see it. You and I see the numbers we've talked about it on air and off air. I also see that it's a strong economy. So I don't think we're going to be heading into recession areas because of the fact that the economy is so strong with the labor market. It's uh, the supply and demand of labor. And as well as people now who are spending money, they're spending money at retail stores. They're actually getting out and shopping more. They're getting ready for vacations. Look, we were inside. You and I were inside for two years. And we had that pent up demand as economists talked about it. You talked about it and people are actually spending money. They feel a little bit more comfortable, even though the consumer sentiment is not at the level we'd like to see it. I think people feel a little bit more comfortable in their positions at their jobs. People, I think almost universally next month, expect the fed to raise interest rates. Uh, in recent years, and I'm talking like the last 12 years, any time, the rare time there'd been an interest rate hike, it was a quarter percent. That's what we saw the first time uh, this year. Now I'm seeing a lot of people seeing a half half a percent or half a point. Is that what you, you think we're going to see next month? I think we will. They tried the quarter percent. And I think the quarter percent slowed the economy a little bit. You'll see that with, with some things that we just talked about. But I think they're going to try the half a percent because they want this inflation not to go above 10 percent. They don't want it to go above there because the Treasury yields are getting close to three percent. The only good thing about inflation is that is that. I talked about savings rates will start to go up a little bit. The bad news is mortgage rates go up. So I still see a strong a real estate market out there. There's There may not be the supply of homes. Um, older homes are out there. And those people that do want to sell their older homes are getting really 
lots of great bids. So the inflation, I think, with having a half a percent should, should slow things. The timing's not the best, Matt, because we're getting towards summertime when people traditionally spend a lot more money. Tourism, airplanes, we're getting into uh, summer baseball season and everything else that goes along uh, with being outdoors at all the recreation areas. It's interesting. This week, we saw a lot of news uh, for streaming as far as television's concerned, entertainment's concerned. Uh, a lot of people's heads snapped around when Netflix announced it had lost a ton of subscribers. The The stock fell off a cliff. Uh, you see that they decided to, you know, that CNN Plus, which had only been around for a couple of weeks, uh, they've decided to to shut this down. It's interesting Streaming exploded so much during the pandemic because people were inside, and now you're kind of seeing everything kind of sorted out that people realize they can't afford to pay, even if it's only six, seven bucks. If you're doing that four, five, six times, all of a sudden, it becomes the same as the cable bill that you cut because it was too expensive. Uh, you think we're going to continue to see this, the, the markets you know, kind of sort themselves out here when it comes to these video streaming services? Great analysis, Matt. You hit the nail on the head. Uh, some people have multiple streaming services and finding out that it's getting to be just as expensive as their cable bill. And yes, we were in during the pandemic. Places like Spotify saw such a huge increase. The strong will survive. Uh, the weak will get gobbled up, unfortunately, but that's economics. That's the way the market works. Uh, Netflix, I think, overestimated what was going to happen in their life. Probably CNN as well. If I want to watch CNN, I'm going to watch it on on television and not have to pay the extra monthly fee. A lot of people I know would rather have the 30 second commercials on Spotify every 30 minutes and stream it for free and then just listen to it. A lot of people will look to places, other places like YouTube and other places that are basically free. Streaming uh, is going to go the way the record industry went where in fact you had 40 or 50 record companies out there in the early sixties. And by the time the 1990s came around, you had, eight major companies. I see that with streaming. I see that with lots of entertainment industry uh, things when it comes to movie chains, when it comes to television stations, it's an oligopoly where instead of having hundreds of companies, you have maybe eight to 10 that will control 90% of the market. And that's what's going to happen with streaming. What else are you keeping your eye on these days as we uh, get ready to pivot into May in a week or so? Well, I I do uh, hear from a lot of municipalities that they're gearing up. They want to spend that money that they received last June and July, the first portion of that money, because the federal government is saying to them, you received half of your portion of American Rescue Plan Act funds. You better start spending it and you better report to us by, by April and May how well you're doing, because we want to send you a second chunk of money come June or July. So I think you are seeing municipalities figuring out where is the need. Is I'm seeing a lot of the need, at least in the Delaware Valley, as you and I talked about when it comes to storms, managing the storm, stormwater management. That seems to be a big thing flooding in this area. And how are we going to manage it? And some of the larger municipalities are looking to say, how do we manage our flow of water? Where does it go? And how do we stop this flooding? Because you know, you've seen the storms the past few years have just been getting worse and worse. So I think I've seen some spending already in Chester County bucks, not so much in Delaware County. I'm starting to see New Jersey and Delaware spend their money on storm waters, uh, storm sewers, and managing the flow of water. 
That's it for this episode of KYW News Radio in depth. You can listen to the podcast free anytime on the Odyssey app, and you can find it wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Matt Leon, and we'll have another episode out soon.